It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. A wise man once said, there's more to Scrum than a set of rules. The rules of Scrum and our underlying principles are complemented by the Scrum values. In order to best understand this, I did a little bit of research and I found a gentleman by the name of Gunther, I believe his name was, and he said, Scrum is more about behavior than it is about process. And the more I thought about this, the more I realized that it was true that sometimes we need to understand the behavior of what we're trying to do and focus on core values more so than a guideline of rules. And this, this brought to my, this brought to my memory, uh, a document that was created that was called the scrum Bach, the scrum body of knowledge. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this document, but it's quite hysterical. It is 400 plus pages on how to do scrum. My first thought was 400 plus pages leads leaves for a heavy document. But my second thought was that if somebody needs 400 pages to figure out Scrum, that, that scares me a little bit. That's a red flag, right? That, that just frightened me. So I wanted to get to the point where we're talking about something that's more simplified, something that makes more sense, something that we can revisit and understand. Now, if you know me, you know that I like to create crazy acronyms to help me remember things. And if you remember my document that I created about this, I talked about using the force. And the force has to do with the five values of Scrum. So let's go through each one one more time. Let's do a healthy review. Let's make sure we're all on the same page. And this will make it really, really easy for you to remember as well. So the F in force stands for focus. Now, when we talk about focus, I don't just mean focus on the work and getting it done. I'm talking about Focus on the individuals who are doing the work and make sure they have a clear path for success. Make sure there's nothing that's stopping them from being able to complete their initiatives. When I say focus, I'm talking about making sure that leadership understands that we are dedicated and focused and that we're going to deliver the things that we commit to, that we're focused on the task at hand and that we know it's going to get done. Focus also means that if you're an agile coach or scrum master, that you're focused on what's happening around you and helping divert outside interference and helping divert context switching. This is going to in turn help the team be successful and help them really get their head around the work that needs to be done. And I think that if we can really focus on streamlining things, make them as short as possible, focus on not just delivery, but focus on the impact of the delivery, I think that's going to allow us to really get our head around what's here, what's coming, and what it means. So there you go. So that's focus. The O is for openness. Now, this is one of my favorite ones. I always tell, whether it's at home with my kids or whether it's at work or doing a coaching engagement, I always tell people that the more open and honest you can be, the better. That there are lots of times where no one wants to hear bad news, right? No one wants to hear, oh, this is not going to work or this is surely going to fail or we're not in a good place. But the truth is, sometimes that's the news that we need to share because that's the truth. And sometimes the truth bogs things down or slows things down because everyone is afraid to say the truth because no one wants to be the bearer of bad news. The truth is, no point intended, that someone is eventually going to have to share this message with a leader. Someone is eventually going to have to say something. 
So it's better for us to just be open and honest always and to make sure we understand what's happening around us. And when you get past the point that people are not machines, we're not all cogs in a wheel, we're not robots, that we are going to have ups and downs, that we're going to have times where we do things really, really well, and we're going to have other times where we could have done things in a more desirable way. But the overarching thought is that people need to be open and collaborative about the good, the bad, and the ugly in order to make sure that they can be successful. And ask yourself, are you an open and honest person? Are you communicating openly with your spouse, your peers, your children, your whoever? It's important for us to live these values as well as to know them. The R stands for respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Right? Respect is a big deal. And this isn't just respect for the people. That's important. But it's respect for the framework. Respect for the teams. Respect for what they're working on. Respect for their expertise and their insights. Respect for architecture and infrastructure. Respect for leadership. Respect for the framework. Respect for the timelines that we've dedicated to things. It's important for us to get things figured out, but to always try to do things in a nature of respect. Now, I'm not saying go snowflake, but what I am saying is you need to be respectful of what you're saying, what you're doing, and how you're saying it. That was easy. Okay. The next one is to see, and the C in fools stands for commitment. It was Master Yoda who said, do or do not. There is no try, Yes. So we need to figure out what we can do and meet our commitments. That's pretty easy, right? Not really. I think that this is the one where most organizations struggle. And I think it's because they allow themselves to be over-allocated. They allow themselves to be overextended. They allow themselves to have more work piled on. We all heard the old adage, you know, what do you reward the best performing team with? And the answer is always more work, right? Uh, it, it's it's sad, but true, in the words of Metallica. It's one of those things where we need to get to a place where we can, can understand commitment and can respect that a team can only do so much and that they're being open and honest, that they're not packing or saying that they can do more, padding, that, that they are giving us an honest assessment of what they can actually do. Okay. And then the E. That's the one that throws most people off because people say, dude, there's no E in the scrum values. I had to change one of the C's because if not, it, it sounded dorky if it was just fork. And that couldn't use any pictures of Darth Vader. Anyway, so the E in force stands for extreme courage. So let's talk about extreme courage. It's not just courage, it's extreme courage. Because the truth is, it's hard to be courageous. It's hard to, to talk about things. And it doesn't mean just courage to say no right? Sometimes it requires courage to consider change, courage to innovate, courage to not deliver something that's not finished, courage in sharing all the possible information, courage in admitting nobody's perfect, courage to change direction, courage to share risks and benefits, courage to let go of, uh, of, of things that happened in the past and figure out new ways to do things. There's so much that goes along with courage that we don't think about. And I think it's high time for us to really start living these values and understanding these values. And most importantly, if you're a coach, if you're a trainer, if you're a scrum master, you should have these values memorized. And you should be able to talk to each one of these with your teams 
and help them make it part of their team working agreement. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Daily Stand-Up. As always, if you have a question that you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. Stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.